apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338923, Annie Mac Home Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Annie Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML 338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 2011-28100L. Call for additional details. Hello, my name is Joe. Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Showing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meat, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men Giants Football Podcast. I'm Big Jace, joined by King Zay. And I mean, it was it was a tough one to watch. Very, it was a heartbreaking defeat to the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Sixty-one yard field goal uh, in the end of overtime. I mean, in the end of regulation to give the Giants the. T- I mean, the Vikings the twenty-seven to twenty-four lead. I mean, I, I'm going to preface my thoughts off with this game by saying the Giants weren't supposed to win this game. Vikings tied for third be- uh, second best record in the NFL. The Giants, while especially with that skid, they were they were going on into the this game and really into the, the just how they've looked the past couple months. Giants were not supposed to win this game. They really shouldn't have been in this game. So I'm at the point coming out of this. Should I be happy? That the Giants were competitive? Should I be happy with the way the Giants performed? Or should I hearken on the on the, the Vikings? Because this is a Vikings team that plays every game like this. So who's more? Uh, should we be praising the Giants more? Or should we be uh, going after the Vikings more after this loss? Zay? That's what I'm going to say first off. First off, I don't believe in the idea that... <clears throat> You shouldn't win or you should win a game based off of anything. Anyone can win any week. That's the beauty of this sport. That's what makes it so great. But again, the Giants, we, we mentioned it last week. The Giants in the beginning of the year, they were very health, they were somewhat healthy, not very healthy. We know they had injuries coming into the year. But 
they were somewhat healthy and they played really well, which led to that winning streak that we all enjoyed. And again, what you saw last week as compared to the weeks prior, you're seeing a team that is continuing to get healthy, healthier down the stretch. So they will compete more with the teams in the top of the division because the Giants aren't that far off from the teams in the top of the division right now. I'm not saying the Giants are a great team. I'm just saying teams in the NFC outside of the Eagles just haven't been as consistent. So it could be anybody's game. When you look at the South, we don't know who's going to win the South. The South looks absolutely weak. When you look at the 49ers, we're not sure what the quarterback situation, how Brock Purdy is going to act in the first, you know, in his first playoff action. You know, this is a guy who probably in more likelihood have not should not have seen the field this year had it not been for some bad injuries and some bad luck on that team. But again, the the NFC isn't as daunting as people are making it seem. And the Giants aren't that far off from those teams at the top of the division. So I do think as this team continues to get healthy, they will continue to play better. So I will praise the Giants because, again, the Giants, again, we we, we came into this year as a rebuild situation, and we are over-exceeding expectations anyone's expectation we far exceeded it the Giants could lose the next two games and it still would exceed any expectations that they had coming into the year you're right I mean the Giants are exceeding expectations a hundred percent and this is the same team we saw going into the the season really I mean we knew we were gonna have to offensively it's Saquon Daniel Jones that's what we knew going into the season the the offense would have to be, especially if, since they're both playing for a contract this year. And, and the defense, while it – especially the – we knew the defensive line was going to be good. We knew we had young pieces there. And, and they've exceeded expectations there. And, but we also knew how bad the secondary was going to be. And this uh, game tells to tell. Listen here, Zay. No, the, no, 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 no. You can't do that because this secondary has not been bad, first of all. The guys who have stepped up, they have – they've been up and down. But again, you got to remember the third and second string. We're not talking about, you know, Rodarius Williams, who we also lost this year. A huge, he was he was supposed to play a big role for us. Aaron Robson, uh, these guys were supposed to play huge roles for us. Xavier McKinney, a guy you're going to get back. That secondary was solid in the beginning of the year it, when everybody was healthy. It wasn't really, though. It, it, it was. It could t- because, again, when you're in a heavy blitzing off um, defense, you know, your cover time is expected to be less. So they were playing well. Again, you had a Dory Jackson again out there who's another person who's not there are probably number one. You're saying names, but where are the stats? Where are the takeaways? Where are the pass deflections? They didn't have they didn't have takeaways. That's the thing. You don't have to have a ton of you don't have to have a ton of takeaways to be a great defense. It'd be a a good defense. You know, takeaways come and go in the game. But to have a good secondary you need to be able to intercept the football. Or you just got to stop guys from catching the ball, and that's what they did. Teams weren't scoring at a high, huge clip in the beginning of the. No, that's ridiculous. Tennessee wasn't. Tennessee wasn't throwing the ball all over the place. Green Bay that's wasn't throwing the ball all over the place. Who was throwing? You know, outside of of the the Dallas game, most teams were playing within twenty points. They weren't putting up huge numbers through the air. But you, when, yeah, when, when, listen, it doesn't numbers. Okay, cool. But think about back to all those like big. Especially in the second, the first half, second quarter. Look at that Washington tie. Like, you, there are so many instances yeah, where the Giants have just going to burn, 
Burn, but, I don't care about how many injuries you had to get to to get to that point is what I'm saying. We, and it you, was, was you the same keep, stuff. Maybe you, you lessened keep, the load a little bit, but it was still the same. Pointing, you're, you're pointing at this one stretch of uh, four games where the Giants were down to a third string offensive line, third string, third or fourth string secondary. They th- 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 I don't even know who was out there at linebacker. They were so beat up. Yes, it happens. But again, yes. when you get healthy, we have and seen what this pieces. team can be in the last two more. weeks. They had a win. They had a tight but game against say. Minnesota. Okay, injuries, I, I, I think, look at the D-line this year. They've been riddled with injuries left and right. Aziz Ojolari, right. Leonard Williams, uh, Dexter Lawrence missed some time, obviously, Kayvon Thibodeau, but they've stayed where they're at. That hasn't been the same with – they've still been one of the best no. defensive lines in in the league. No, because Leonard Williams – when Leonard Williams went down, especially the Giants couldn't stop the run. Teams were putting up a hundred on them. The dude, there were, t- there were, there was a, there was a, a, a infographic of teams with duos who were putting up over a hundred yards on the Giants' run game because our offensive line was beat up. Then you bring back, you get healthy, and look what happens. Dalvin Cook, he, he didn't cook us. He didn't have yeah. one of those. Yeah, because you know, Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson were. Because he didn't bro. need to run the football when you were gashing healthy. them. You the got healthy, bro. You got healthy. That's what happened. They got healthy. I, Even I, through I, the again, this game was 24 24. Leonard it wasn't, still it wasn't a ton of passing through the air. Yeah, the tight end court touched, but there were Two those were downs, 109 yes. yards. Justin we're Jefferson, talking about plays already in the red zone, yards. they weren't just slinging it all over the place. And again, Justin, and don't take nothing away from Justin Jefferson, he's probably the best wide receiver in the league. Yes, I'm, I'm not, but still, I would like someone kudos, who can slow him down. I would like someone who to can those guys actually not, cover him for two plays or something like that. For those guys for not allowing him to break Megatron's record that day because he could have if he had been going up against a weak enough secondary, but he didn't. Yeah. Oh, I listen. The, you, Come on. You're right. The, the, the secondary is bad, though. It, it is right now where it's at is bad, and, and it's gonna and it was an issue. It was an issue coming into the season. Say it, it's still an issue. Is it still an issue even with everyone healthy? Is this secondary an issue? No, I think when they get healthy, I think again when you see Xavier McKinney come back, you'll have Dory uh, Dory Jackson has been listed as a limited participant in practice today. Yeah, whether he Dory plays Jackson this week or next, he will if the Giants get into the playoffs. He'll be ready for the playoffs. Xavier McKinney will be ready. And then you have these guys, these third and these second and third string guys have been getting beat up all year. Now they have experience going into the playoffs. You're going to see a different unit. And again, yes, I think where the Giants sit right now, I love the matchup against the 49ers. People don't like it. I love it. Because I feel like if you could force Brock Purdy to throw the ball in a, in a big game like that, you could force him to make mistakes. Listen, I, that's first off, down the line. we're getting too way too ahead line. of ourselves with too that. Down the line. Correct. But, we will agree to disagree then on the secondary because this, I, I, it's holes. I, again, deep. I think you're being too harsh on the unit for what it is. It's like beating up on the wide but receiver. there it is for it's what like, it is. It's like beating up on the wide receiving unit. We know what it is, but the guys are still going out there. Richie James, Isaiah Hodges, they're still going out there. They're still trying to ball. We know they're not the top receivers in the league. Zay, oh, okay, so the, the every team, so the, the Houston Texans, they're great. They're going out there every day. They're, they're trying. They're, they're, they're getting paid. They're no, great. yeah. The Houston Texans are great. The Houston Texans are good if that's – if you think the Giants defense secondary is good because they're, they're, they're going the out Giants there. The Giants have the record the for me to make a statement like that. The Houston Texans do not. 
The Giants are a winning team right now. Who will finish the season? But if you're, ta- but if you're talking record? about getting ready, going out and playing, then anyone's a good team. If that that's what makes you good, going out and playing, no. getting ready, being no. ready for games. The Lions are a good team because they don't have the greatest talent out there, but they go out there, they compete, they win games. You can make an argument for them. You, you mark an argument that they don't have the greatest secondary. They let up a ton of points in the beginning of the season, but the secondary has gotten better throughout the years because that's what happens. And they won games. Listen, you're bringing up the Lions. Same thing. Their secondary is trash. Their yes, defensive they line was better. Got better. They have it's gotten the better throughout line, the say. year. They have gotten better. Is, it's the defensive they line. It's not, not the secondary. The, Both secondaries suck. Line. When you have a defensive oh, no. line that can get pressure oh, like no. that, not. that that's just what happened. Having a great of a year. He's having a okay year. He's not. He's not having he's a great turned injury. it on when the when Detroit's turned it on. Since Detroit's stop, gotten better, stop. Aiden Hutchinson's played stop. like that second overall pick. Bro, That's at what's the end happening. of the day, the secondary the has improved because again, they're not letting up as many points They've as they were in the beginning of the year. Because the pass rush is getting there quicker. Okay. It's the defensive it's, line. It's only the pass we're rush. Go, okay. We're going around in circles. We don't have Sean or Joe here to. to I, I wish one of them was here, but you know, going around in circles. But it's the truth. Listen, listen. Okay. I'm afraid since we're already going back and forth around this, we can go on forever. Comment down below which one you guys uh, side with. Uh, comment in the YouTube or whatever. Tweet at us. You, you see my Twitter on the screen there at Big J Space. Tell me, tell us what you really think. Okay, I. Before we move on and preview the next game, I'm gonna bring this up. I'm afraid this is gonna we're gonna get wild here. I've been harsh of Daniel Jones all year, right, Zay? Mm-hmm. I, I've I, I'm sold on him a little bit now. I, I'm definitely sold on him more now than I was at the beginning of the year, and he, he's the quarterback of the future. But listen, I I think there's something that no one is looking into: his relationships with his wide receivers scare me. Think about the beginning of his career. Uh, obviously, you, you had Evan Ingram. He, he obviously you think of that great uh, Bucks game, his first start. Uh, he, he, that big play to Evan Ingram, and then all the drops coming. Then obviously, slowly, Ed, Evan Ingram gets faded away and out of the offense. And then, but by, by the time his last couple games last year, he, he was barely even out there. Felt like. Sterling Shepard, I mean, uh, not Sterling Shepard, uh, who am I, Darius Darius Slayton. Obviously, Daniel Jones' rookie year, big big piece of the puzzle, gets banged up, leaves. Daniel Daniel Jones never gets back with him like that. Same goes for Sterling Shepard. I mean, granted, we've seen such a small sample size. As soon as he gets injured, uh, as soon as he comes back, he, he seems like he's lost. No, Daniel Jones doesn't go to him. It, and, and I feel like Kadarius – and then, then you see Kadarius, Tony, and Kenny uh, Galladay. The, the, these guys – Kadarius, Tony's having some success in uh, in Kansas City. Galladay had some success in – Wait. In Listen, why is that – that's the co- common factor, though. That That, that is. They're, they're going out. They're, he's playing. Listen, and then – the real thing that made me question this was Daniel Bellinger this game. Going the beginning of the season when Daniel Jones was looking his best, I think Daniel Bellinger was like the biggest 
the biggest pass catcher, the biggest part of the pass game for him. He was that security blanket. He was that check down guy when there weren't the big plays, and Daniel Jones desperately needs that. Mm-hmm. But you go, you get it to him. You haven't had him for a while. Then he obviously that fumble sucked, but you don't go back to him till the fourth quarter. I, I, I think that's ridiculous. I, I think there's something up there with Daniel Jones and his wide receivers. I, I'm just going to say it. I don't know what it is, but what? Listen, you, when you're a wait, wait a minute. And then also the way it's, it seemed like he was forcing it to Isaiah Hodgins so much oh, at, at times in that game. Hold on, hold on, Tom. Tom, Tom. Someone has to ask that question, though. The man who continues to come in week in and week out and continue to throw the junk cans and not complain, you think he has a problem with his wide receivers? Hey, look at Kadarius Tony's found some stuff. Look at Evan Ingram in Jacksonville. Uh, I think that, listen, it's just a question. I'm not saying it. Listen, listen, before you go, I need to say, I'm not saying this is the. I'm not saying that this is what I think. I'm saying the question has to get brought up because you're seeing this, you're starting to see this happen, and it could continue to happen. I, I'm just saying, especially with this season, Daniel Jones being under the microscope, this being a career year, uh, I mean contract year for him. I think the question needs to be brought up: Is there an issue with his relationship with his receivers? No, no there's no issue. With number one, first off, you bring up Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton is number one receiver this year. He has 710 yards together and two touchdowns because Darius Slayton can't catch yeah, the ball. Yeah, but what he happened have, last year? He should have a lot more touchdowns because Darius Slayton For cannot sure. catch the ball. What about last year? What about last year? We're talking about this. Dysfunctional- he's fading. It's, it's like an ebb and flow. That's what Hold I'm on. saying. Like he it, can't no catch consistent. the ball, and you're okay. blaming Daniel Jones's relationship on this? Evan Ingram, another one. Evan Ingram, here's my only regret with Evan Ingram. My only regret was that the Giants didn't try him with this new style offense. The problem with Evan Ingram was he was put in the wrong place, and Jacksonville found a spot where he matches up well. He's playing more in the slot. The Giants weren't playing him in the slot. You move him out to the slot. He's been getting them all. He's been getting more open. He's been getting better matchups against linebackers. He has been able to exploit that. The Giants coaching staff that was before the prior regime weren't smart enough to figure out how to make him but effective. That, that has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, do with Daniel with Jones. Balls, though. That Belling- Bellinger, you want to talk about Bellinger. First of all, Bellinger, he had a touchdown last game. Let's not get off of that. And in, Last he, game, no, he did not. Oh, is it the game before he had a touchdown? Yeah. Yeah, so, he, so it's not like he's not throwing him the ball. The man fumbled on his second catch, a huge play that he first probably would have scored a touchdown. His on. only catch. His first catch, uh, and then he didn't get thrown at again until the fourth quarter. But that's not his fault. We don't know what the play calling was. We don't know where they were going. They were doing a lot of movement with the quarterback. They were doing a lot of handoffs. They were doing a lot of different things. Saquon Barkley got going in the no, second half. No, what they were doing to play in the pass game there was just forcing it to Isaiah Hodgins. And again, forced, and then he was the hot hand for that game. game. Again, the only mistake that Isaiah Hodgins was. No, that and then, then Patrick Peterson the picked him, and then they kept going the to Isaiah mistake. Hodgins. He was late on the interception. The only mistake. It happens. That's called football. But that has nothing to do with his relationship with anyone. He was trying to feed the hot hand. He caught the ball. He made a good play. He probably would have had another big play if he didn't trip on that pass the Richie, uh, that Richie James got caught on uh, the deep one. He, um, Bro, there's a ton of, of things that go on in that game that we don't know. We can't just assume that Daniel Jones is, is not wanting to throw the ball to people. If I'm being Daniel Jones with the way they've been catching, I'd run the ball every goddamn play. 
He's better than me. If I'm being real, the way his team has been catching, because again, look at the big third downs that are the third was the third and eight that Richie James dropped an easy wide open catch. And he still goes back to him later in the game. There's no issue with the relationship. He's just going off the game plan. That's just how Daniel Jones is. Daniel Jones is an Eli Manning 2.0 as much as it is bad as to say. He's not one of those guys who's going to look for beef. He's not going to make beef. It doesn't exist in his world. Listen, I, I love that you brought up Eli Manning there at, Daniel Jones has a lot of connections to both the Mannings and another with that Daniel, with that Bellinger thing, the whole reason that this whole gear started moving for me, uh, I heard a conversation. I don't remember who it was with. It was a podcast. One of the old uh, Indiana Colts wide receivers. He was like a, I don't remember his name, Reggie but yeah, no, no, it was, it was like one of the slot guys, one of the guys down the totem pole. Um, and wait, listen, no, but uh, goes into a game. Peyton Manning throws him a football. He tries to make a one-handed catch. Peyton goes, "Nope, you can get off the f- field. You're not playing again." The, that's that's how I felt with the Daniel Bellinger. Peyton stuff. Manning listen, commands a different level know, of authority than Daniel you, Jones. I does. understand that, but Daniel Jones learning from this guy. You, I I don't know. Listen. I'm just bringing it up. I feel like it needs to be said no. with the amount of wide receivers that have yes. gone about amount of issues they've had here. I think it needs to be said. I think the question needs to be brought up. That's the worst. Is there an issue with Daniel heard. Jones no. in the? No, that's the worst conspiracy I've ever heard. It's not a chance. Not a chance uh, at all. I, I think the question needs to be brought up with how many. There's been ever since he he's been here. Wide there's been wide receiver issues. He ever Sterling, since he's been here, Sterling Shepard was walking around wearing a Daniel Jones T-shirt. What are you saying? I understand that, but like, I, I get that. But th- there's some guys. Look at how. Look at how. Look at how. Listen. Look at the wide receiver position it as a whole. Okay. Think of how many diva wide receivers there are. They're there always, always has been. Yes, they're all divas. So when you have a guy who can't connect to the diva the right way, you're not going to get the right performance. I.e. No one, I. Is, no one I.e. Tony. No one I, is sitting down with Little Wayne. And, and, and yeah, and then you bring up Kadarius Tony. He's had two touchdowns in five games. Congratulations. Okay. He'll be hurt the rest of the year with a hamstring or something. That's just Kadarius no, Tony. The, that's the thing. He's not going to be hurt because he actually Look, wants to play. If you understand, he didn't want to be here. It's, that has nothing to do with the coaching staff. That's not an indictment on Daniel Jones. He didn't want to be here. He wanted to be somewhere else. And that's it. It is what it is. Listen, you hope it listen, translates to something for him. Kudos to him. I'm not going to sit around crying over players. I, I, end, I'm not At the end of the day, players, Kansas City has one championship. The Giants have four. You tell me who's the better franchise. I, I I'm not talking about franchise. I'm talking about this year. I'm talking about I'm talking about what Kadarius Tony want to be. He can be wherever he want to be. Okay. Improving track record is here, boy. We got four. They got one. He doesn't want Daniel Jones throwing on football. That's I I, I think. Listen, look, I, I'm not saying it's look, the thing. Listen, that, that's not an indictment on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has been playing the outstanding this year. He's, he's been hitting guys. He's been hitting passes that I didn't even think he could throw this year. The way he's been fitting passes in between people. He's really been impressive. He's made some really impressive throws this year. I'm not even trying to be funny. And if that's not a quarterback that you want, then go to Dallas and have a quarterback who blows the game for you at the end. Or Pat Mahomes who holds the ball too much and then throws it behind his back and then throws an interception 
You know? Okay, that's... <laughs> it is you can't slander Patrick Mahomes right now. He's going to be the MVP. Listen, that's a whole different discussion. I, think, I, I will I, say... I know he's not. Listen, I, I'm... Jalen Hurts is the MVP. I, we need to move on. We need to move on. If he sits out some more games, I, I don't know. Like what happened to him with the basketball? Hold on. I, I want to say I, I this this needs to be I, I people need to ask this question though the question needs to be asked I think reporters out there need to do a little bit more digging because there's nothing to dig I, I think that they're they're where there's smoke there's fire you there's I, no I think. smoke you're trying to dig on know. concrete I'm not but try like I, the question needs to be asked that's all I'm saying the question needs to be asked. That's all I'm saying. Listen, let's move on. Let's move on. We're we're going. We can go in circles again. Uh, but uh, all right. Colts this week to clinch a playoff spot. Uh, I mean, l- listen. Talk about should winning a game. The Giants sh- sh- were supposed to lose last week. Talk talk about supposed to and should. Giants are supposed to win this football game. Clinch a ticket into the playoffs. Will they? Yes, they will. I have faith in them. Will it be closer than it should be? Yes. I had to see this being like the Texans game or something. Like, I, I Giants just play cold, close games like the Vikings play cold, close games. Uh, so, yeah, I, I expect th- this to be close going into the fourth. But I expect uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley to put together a drive. And win it in the end. So I'm, I'm gonna go the Giants. Uh, the Colts. I feel like their last real hurrah was that uh, was that uh, game against the Vikings. I feel like they're dead in the water now. They didn't win. That counts as a hurrah. They didn't win. <laughs> I, I know, but that was their last like big game. Like, oh, let's get up for this. Jeff Saturday on a Saturday. I tell you um, what, they put, they put up 33 points. I don't know how the Giants are going to put up 33 points. Yeah, I, l- l- yeah, you, you're right, but I mean that that was special. Like, I feel like the the tires are completely deflated from the Colts, uh, and yeah, I mean Nick Foles. Are they still going with Nick Foles? I don't even know who they're running out there this week. Yes, but uh, uh, Nick, Nick Foles, the quarterback this week. Oh God. Uh, I yeah. So Ryan. I wish it was Matt Ryan. I sent them a letter. Look, <laughs> I, I think. Regardless, this D-line should eat up that O-line because, granted, I, I know Quentin Nelson has a big name. I've talked a lot, I've said a lot of good things about Quentin Nelson on this show. He's mediocre. He's mediocre at best. He's okay. Uh, the, this whole O-line for the Colts is pretty bad outside of him. He's okay. Um, yeah, Uh Jonathan Taylor, great year last year. Obviously, been banged up by injuries. Yeah, um, yeah the, the, it's just not going to work. I, Giants should get it done. Uh, I I would like to see that get in the end zone three times. That that's all I want to see, and I think that's good enough to win the football game. Yeah, it should that's be enough. Goal. I mean, again, we've seen the Giants have letdowns, but I think the difference here with this new regime is. They they teach these guys and they learn and they they learn from their mistakes and what happened. You know we saw what happened with Washington. We saw the tie. They came back out again. They balled. I mean, look, it was a close game again, but they were able to get it done and they were able to hold on at the end. 
So you have to assume after that letdown with the Lions that the coaching staff will have them prepared and there won't be a letdown at home, hopefully. I I don't want (laughs) to assume anything. I don't want to jinx the Giants because, again, we've been here before. But the Giants are in a really good position. They could possibly still even make the playoffs and lose in the next two games. Obviously, that would look horrible on our record, but we've been 8-8 eight and eight before <laughs> in the playoffs, so it, it, it is what it is at this point. Um, again, we, we always talk about it. The Giants make the playoffs. It's, it's, it's an indictment on the coaching staff and how good they've been and a team overachieving and learning and growing. And it's also – and like Joe said in the beginning of the year, if the Giants were going to be good, it's going to be because Saquon Barkley – and and Daniel Jones showed up, and regardless of who's been out there wide receiver each week or who's been out there on the O-line, I can at least say both of these two have showed up all year long for the most part, and it, it's translated to a good season for the Giants. So, again, we hope for a win. I want to win. I want to go to the playoffs. I don't want to have to go to sleep worrying about if, you know, who wins and who loses scenarios, whatnot. I just want to lock this up and go into the new year happy, you know? Well, I'll be into the new year already, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's hope we can start the new year off right. Uh, w- with this win from the Giants, it's going to be a big day. Giants can clinch a uh, playoff berth, and plus my Utah Utes in the Rose Bowl all Sunday for the first time in our show's history. We're gonna be doing a playoff show. Yeah, that that's crazy. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, 2020 when I started, this is crazy. Well, when I started, yeah, that's the same. I mean, we were we were close judges first year, but that's yeah, that's crazy. But it, now that I say that, now that I verbalize it, like Dable's doing so good, but I, I don't want to say it. I, I, you know what I'm thinking. You know what I'm thinking? I don't want to put it into the ether, but out in the universe. But uh, you never know. But uh, all right, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, hopefully next week. Uh, hopefully next week we, we, we can get back in the win column. We should. And then who knows? Rattle off. Maybe Eagles already clinched everything. Probably going to set some people going in week 18. Okay. We'll win, three, <laughs> win three of the the last four going into the playoffs. Giants could be sneaky. I'm telling you, then we'll, then we'll have Joe and Sean show up again. Then, oh, <laughs> there you go, man. oh my goodness, yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, but if the Giants, if the Giants do win this week, which they should, and say the Eagles are resting some guys, they get the win that week. You will see, mark my words, whether it's on ESPN or Fox or whatever, someone's going to say, oh, are the Giants getting hot at the right time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think someone's going to buy into the Giants. That's all I'm going to say. That's my prediction. <laughs> the Giants win the next two. But uh, we'll see that. I'm not touching that. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying they are. I'm not anything I'm not, could happen, but I, I feel like one of those guys on one of those po- panels is gonna be all like don't look now, giants are hot. I'm not touching that. Okay. <laughs> all right. All uh, right. Well. Yeah, that's gonna do it for myself, Big Jace. Make sure you follow me at Big Jace on Twitter and 
my co-host here, King Zay. A big shout out to Clovercrest Media for sponsoring today's episode. Make sure you check out www.clovercrestmedia.com to check out a bunch of other awesome podcasts and also go back, check out a bunch of old shows uh, about John, about the G-Men, see how right we've been so far this year. Um, and then also big shout out to Chris Sawyer at any at Mac Home Mortgage for sponsoring today's episode. It's going to do it for us, and we'll see you next week to talk more Giants football. Peace out, everyone. Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.